It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Pablo Torre. And Tony, yesterday you said I was only here because it is late summer and the show's on ESPN2. So don't you like me for me? Tony Kornheiser, I mostly like you because you're not levitard. You know, I hope that's good enough. Let me just tell you one thing. I played golf today with my friend Peter Hicks. Peter Ah. Hicks's wife, Lorraine, thinks you're very cute. Hey, Lorraine! Of course, me and Lorraine. Lorraine! Nice. You know, that's nice. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. Wilbon is back tomorrow, but today I am pleased to welcome back our great friend from the new podcast, Pablo Torre Finds Out, Mr. Pablo Torre. That's beginning to grow on me, the Pablo Torre Finds Out. I I sort of like that. We begin today with the Arizona Cardinals cutting their presumptive starting quarterback, Colt McCoy and placing their $230 million quarterback, Kyler Murray, on the physically unable to perform list, making him ineligible to play until week five. Arizona will now go to either Josh Dobbs or Clayton Toon, whoever they may be. This has led people to speculate that Arizona is tanking for Caleb Williams. Pablo, do you? Yeah, I would like to end the speculation once and for all and declare that, yes, they are, in fact, tanking. And they're doing it in ways that are obvious, starting potentially Josh Dobbs, who has taken zero snaps, has done zero things for this team, was just signed over the course of this offseason. But the other reason they're going to clearly do it is because Caleb Williams, Tony, is the headline of the story. He is, yes, the closest thing to Patrick Mahomes. That is not Patrick Mahomes himself. He is the number one overall pick. We all know this in the NFL. The hardest thing about tanking is that you might be better than you thought you'd be, meaning you can pull out some games. It's a small sample size. The players are going to fight. But if you give me Josh Dobbs and a bunch of stuff because Kyler Murray's hurt and that defense is going to be bad, I think Caleb Williams is the right pot of gold at the end of a depressing rainbow in the near term. Yeah, they just traded for Dobbs, by the way. I found that out in my ear because, like you, I had never heard of Dobbs. Look, the Arizona Cardinals are a complete failure as a franchise. They went all in on a college coach who in the second half of every season had a significantly (laughs) worse record than in the first half. And then they went all in on a baseball player as a quarterback. Mm. They fired the coach, but they also gave the baseball player an enormous contract. Should you tank for Caleb Williams? Okay, well, should Jacksonville have tanked Um, for Trevor Lawrence? Uh, Should Cincinnati have tanked for Joe Burrow? Emphatically, yes. It's a Mm high-risk strategy, but if it works, it's gold. My point would be that I don't trust this particular team. They drafted with the 10th overall pick a few years back, Josh Rosen at quarterback, and within a year, it looked like they were tanking for Kyler Murray, and they drafted (laughs) Kyler Murray with the number one. I I mean, I, I just, I don't even know at this point Pablo, if Kyler Murray goes back to baseball because the coach has nothing with him, the GM has nothing with him, right? No. They inherited this guy. I don't know. 
No, they're on to the next solution. And Kyler Murray, yeah, they struck out on the baseball player. You're correct. The thing about the Cardinals, which I'm so glad you mentioned, is that they are so bad, they don't even trust them to be as bad as they need to be. To tank in any sport, it's it's a misnomer. It's a it's a fallacy that well, you just got to go out and do lose. You guess. Players, players won't lay down. Whoa, the players they won't. won't lay down. The coaches may have more in sync with the front office, but even there, you need to have a unified approach. Keep in mind, this was the Brian Flores story, Tony. They were not on the same page. I have ha- right. I have no assurances that the Cardinals are smart enough to be bad well. And that means they could wind up being the worst thing, which is mediocre, meaning they get nothing and they're just run-of-the-mill terrible. No. But I suppose we should move on to the Ryder Cup because I know you love this story. And Zach Johnson just made his captain's picks today, and they include the following. PGA champ Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth, Sam Burns is on there. And unexpectedly, so is Justin Thomas, who has been struggling recently. So this is very much your account. What is your biggest takeaway here? The biggest takeaway is the fact that Brooks Kepka is on this team. I would not have picked Brooks Kepka. I would have mm. said to him, you turned your back on your fellow American pros. You took the Saudi money. I am not rewarding that. Having said that, I understand, Pablo, why he's on the team. He is the current PGA champion. He's got a major, and he's got it this year. He's also got more majors than any active PGA Tour player. I believe he's got five. And he's a complete baller out there. Come on, he's 6-2-1 and one in the Ryder Cup. Plus, plus, he has not publicly told the PGA Tour how terrible it is in the way that <laughs> Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau have done that. I look at the second half of this golf season basically as olive branches being given to the Saudi tour by the PGA tour. And this to me is another one. That is to me the biggest headline. Yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that because if not for you, I think that everybody involved in the Ryder cup would be very glad to not talk about this ever again, because you're right. If you don't mention that, by the way, I thought we were all mad at each other. And I thought there was a blood feud and there's like a moral ethical dilemma here. The point is Brooks Kepka happens to be the live tours, perfect ambassador, even if it's, now no longer the live yep. tour as we understand it, because he's so darn popular, because he is so beloved amongst his colleagues and his peers. And so he gets to be the guy who is quietly bringing a unity here that I think we need to slow down on before we just forget that we were just arguing about Saudi Arabia for a really long time. You, you mentioned that it's unexpected that Justin Thomas is on the team. It is not unexpected to me. I, again, I would not have put him on. Because I don't think he is playing well enough. But Justin Thomas is very, very popular with his peers. The two people that you could have put on who have won tournaments this year and qualified for the PGA Tour Championship and did very well are Lucas Glover and Keegan Bradley. They are older than Justin Thomas. They're not pals with his pals on the team like Spieth and Fowler. They're not pals necessarily with Tiger Woods, who loves Justin Thomas and who's an important influencer in this. And Justin Thomas, by the way, can win it in the dirt. He's 6-2-1 in the Ryder Cup. So I get it. And nobody's going to bleed for the other guys. I get it. Let's move to conference realignment, which as always remains in the news. Within the next few days, the ACC is expected to vote on absorbing Stanford, Cal, and SMU. 
SMU will reportedly forego all TV money for at least seven years to get into the <laughs> ACC. It's assumed that the SMU boosters would make up for any loss in revenue. Pablo, would SMU joining the ACC make sense for one, for both, or for neither? It makes sense for the most cosmic of reasons, which is that the SMU boosters are back, and they're reminding us that there is a price on dignity, and that price happens to be about $200 million over seven to nine years. Tony, this is a, it's an amazing and hilarious story to me, because this makes me think of, like, what would the SEC charge? Like, would the SEC ever pay? I mean, just the idea that SMU is so desperate to get into any Power Five conference that they'll say, we don't even need to get money from you. We just want, we're so thirsty, That's right. so desperate that we want in this bad. But my question for them, truly, the way this all goes, the way it all goes wrong is that in seven to nine years, we're into the 2030s. So much of what we're seeing now is because of the media economy turning upside down, evolving, changing rapidly. Yes, right now I can see this being a long-term play, but you can't convince me that SMU in 2035 won't be kicked to the curb as soon as possible, even after they just paid their dues by getting zero dollars in TV money. So this is interesting. I think this works for both sides in the world that we live in now. And the college conference world in which we live now, remember, has no geography and no cheating. In the old <laughs> days, when people cheated, nobody was better at cheating than SMU. Right. SMU not only was masterful at it, but they were recidivists. They actually got kicked out of a conference because they cheated so much. And they have spent the ensuing years, Pablo, with their face up against the glass trying to get into a conference well, again because they're out. a football yeah. school. That's all they care about is football. They are in something called the American Athletic Conference, which is the minor leagues. If you say to them, we're going to let you into the ACC, but we're not going to pay you, that's the majors to them, and they're going to do it. Because, Pablo, the winner of the ACC is going to get in the playoffs. And all SMU cares about is a shot at redemption to get into the playoffs. And now that there's no cheating, you know, now you can do anything that you want to do. I think it works out for the ACC as well in this regard. First of all, they get two really good academic schools they get Cal, they get Stanford. Stanford, they get SMU for free, and they <laughs> get the Dallas television market in football. That's a, I mean, why wouldn't you do yes. that? Again, there's no cheating. Oh. There's no cheating. For the ACC, this is a classic one man's trash is another franchise's treasure. The ACC has been disrespected routinely, but now they're getting a buy two, get one free offer on a school. <laughs> replete yes. with money. I didn't think this was possible until I saw the story today. Amazing. Just remember this. You think your boosters are good? Uh-uh. <laughs> SMU boosters are good. Let's take a break. Coming up, what's the word for the episode between two fans and Ronald Acuna Jr. last night? And what's the best way to describe the hot streak that Julio Rodriguez is on right now? They're walking away from about $25 million that the ACC would pay somebody else. They, they don't care. That's how much money they've got. Yes. If Come you on. love football, try to outdo Let what SMU's back. boosters are doing right now. Yeah. They clearly <laughs> want it more than yeah. anybody else. Just let them have it. They don't even, I don't think they even play basketball. It's just. At Domino's, there's an endless debate. Does adding pepperoni to something always make it better? Uh, yeah. Debate over. Introducing Domino's new pepperoni stuffed cheesy bread. Loaded up with. 
The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Let me be clear on this. Pablo isn't just here because we're on ESPN2. He's also here because he knows big words. Word up, Pablo. <laughs> What's first? Ronald Acuna Jr.'s interaction with fans last night was blank. My word is terrifying. I'm sure you watched this clip. There are people getting out of the stands in Coors Field, and they're running over to this guy in the outfield. What what is going on? Where is the security? How can you have this? Please don't tell me that they only want to hug him. What if they want to kill him? All right, this guy is going to be the MVP in the National League. He is likely to become the first player ever with at least 30 home runs and at least 60 steals. He's a very Mm -hmm. valuable baseball player. What are they serving in the outfield stands at Coors Field that prompts people to go over the wall? And again, let me say this. Where where is the security? This is why you have security. My advice in this situation is get more security and get them out there faster. You can't have this. Yeah, you asked what are they serving, Tony. My concern is that it's what the internet as a whole is serving. Now, this is just my speculation, my instinctive reaction, but my word for this is monetizable. Not because Ronald Acuna Jr. is gonna monetize this, it's because the behavior of young people doing crazy things that look insane, it's stuff that you see all of the time because they're doing it for views, because in the attention economy, just being ridiculous, even going to jail over this is something you can monetize now. You are not on the internet. God bless you for being away from it. But I am concerned wow. that this is behavior that is just seeping into everything. There are incentives, real money attached to doing stuff like this. It feels like a viral video prank. And hopefully it's not something even really? darker as you alluded to. I never, I never would have gone there. I'm, I've never would have gone there. You're probably right, but to me, it is just so dangerous. I mean, you just, you oh, cannot is. have this ever. I mean, you can't. No, There's the got to be a punishment that deters oh. this, and one punishment is a security guard knocking you out. That's what Wilbon would say. Yeah. Knock them out. <laughs> so anyway, all right. What's next? Exit velocity. Right now, Julio Rodriguez is blank. He is flammable. The Seattle Mariner player has <laughs> now had four hits last night, okay? In the last, his extended 
hitting streak is now at 13. In those 13 games, he has 21 RBI. He also is, let me get this right, 32 for 62. So he's batting a cool 516. You know anybody else who's batting that at the moment <laughs> in the last 13 games? In the last 10 of those games, he has 28 hits. In five of those games, he has four hits in one game. Seattle is the hottest team in baseball. Rodriguez is the hottest player in baseball. And, and it brings up an existential question. Shohei Otani is the greatest player we've ever seen. Yeah. But if his team, if Seattle makes the playoffs yeah. and, and they finish 20 games ahead of the Angels in the same division, do you have to check the MVP for Rodriguez <laughs> if he continues like it. this and not Otani? Tony, I'm going to stop you right there. My, my, my word, my answer to this question is Julio Rodriguez is second place. I'm going there because of where you just went. And you asked the question, okay. who else is doing this? And now I have to bring my cell phone up to counter your legal pad to tell you that Shohei Otani still leads all of the major leagues in triples, in home runs, in all of the slugging statistics, basic and advanced. He leads the AL and OBP and in walks. And oh, by the way, before he tore his UCL, he was the greatest pitcher in baseball. And so to me, I, I mourn the fact that Otani, and again, I, I just praised Rodriguez yesterday with you on the show. I don't mean to do this, but because of this torn UCL, because we may never see Otani be this version of himself again, it feels like despite the argument that you raised, the least we can do is commemorate a season unlike any other because I don't think we'll ever get it again from him or from, any, from anybody else now or ever. You get into the semantics of what most valuable means. And if a team does so much better with guy A yeah, than with guy B, right. that's how you get to that it's voting so position. I, I feel, hope you're right. That's the final word. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Colts run into their self-imposed deadline for trading Jonathan Taylor. And Ohio State, Tony, named its starting quarterback against Indiana. The Colts really need to shut up. The Colts need to stop having self-imposed anything. The Colts just need to just, just shut up, right? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the Jeff Saturday thing was fun, though. I sound I like Wilbon. I do. I sound like Wilbon. Just yeah, millennials. All of these you're millennials. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 31st birthday, Noah Syndergaard. But it's hard to think it's a happy one. Syndergaard began this year with the Dodgers, who have no starting pitching. And they decided to trade Syndergaard away 
after he had 12 starts, going one and four with a 7-1-6 ERA. They traded him to Cleveland, where he went one and two in six starts with a 5-4-0 ERA. On Sunday, Cleveland designated Syndergaard for future assignment after he went six innings, gave up five earned and three home runs to Toronto. It seems like just an hour ago, Pablo, that Syndergaard and Harvey and DeGrom were the brightest of lights on the Mets, and now they are all but forgotten. It is insane to think that Generation K, Bill Pulsifer, Paul Wilson, Jason Isringhausen, has been undone in sheer depression to Mets fans by these guys. And Syndergaard just gives up home runs now, basically three per nine innings, which is just jarring for a guy who wasn't that bad last season. No, he's not Thor anymore. No. Happy anniversary, Gerald Williams and Pedro Martinez. On this day, 23 years ago, Williams, the leadoff hitter for Tampa Bay, was drilled by Pedro, who was in the midst of his third Cy Young in four seasons. Why did Pedro hit him? Who knows? Watch how <laughs> Williams measures the distance between Pedro and himself and then charges and throws a big right. You think Pedro didn't have self-control? He then proceeded to retire the next 24 rays in a row, carrying a no-hitter into the ninth inning. Sadly, this is a posthumous anniversary for Williams, who passed away last year at 55. I will always have a fond, soft spot for Gerald Williams, Tony. A Yankee, a farm system Yankee, who left the Yankees to be a Tampa Bay Devil Ray. And I was sad at the time until I saw this clip of him checking his glove, checking his hand, and then rushing Pedro Martinez, and then coming back to the Yankees. Not long thereafter, loved Gerald Williams growing up. Pedro was such a great pitcher. Just Such ridiculously good. Yeah. Happy trails to last night's game for the Las Vegas Aces. The WNBA's presumptive best team got beat again last night by the New York Liberty. The third time in their five games that New York has beaten Vegas. Las Vegas started the season 7-0, then 16-1 and 24-2, but they now find themselves just a game and a half ahead of 28-7 New York. New York led by as many as 17 points early in the fourth quarter. Sabrina Ionescu led New York with 25 points. Her teammate, Brianna Stewart, had 20 points, 12 rebounds, and seven assists. Jackie Young had 24, and Asia Wilson had 23 for Las Vegas. So this was supposed to be the era of the super team in WNBA, Tony, and it has delivered. The Aces, of course, the Liberty. The Liberty, by the way, like the opposite of the Nets' embarrassment. They have all of these additions that have worked beautifully well. Brianna Stewart has set the single-season franchise record for scoring and rebounding no one's done that in their first season who's not a rookie in the history of the sport. It's not bad for a free agent acquisition. But I will say that Las Vegas, everyone just assumed they're not going to lose any games all year. They are by far the best team. And now it, it, there's oh, no by real far question involved in the season. Yes. Right. A couple of omissions. The Yankees released former AL MVP Josh Donaldson and mm. the Patriots cut your boy Bailey Zappi. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I got zappied. That was bad. No, no, no. Josh Donaldson. What happened to him zapped. with the Yankees? What happened to him? He We're running zapped. out of show. We go to the big finish. The Colts did not trade Jonathan Taylor by their self-imposed deadline of 4 p.m. Eastern today. What now? We see who blinks first, and historically speaking, the player blinks first. The Bills linebacker Von Miller will remain on the physically enabled form list for at least the first four games. Is that significant? Yes. Von Miller is a Super Bowl winning player. Von Miller is a difference maker. If he is healthy, wherever he plays, that team is a Super Bowl contender. Astros second baseman Jose Altuve hit for the cycle last night. Are you impressed? I am, but because of the bigger picture here, he's basically as good as he was in the trash can banging years. 
That's how good Jose Altuve really is, apparently. But Ohio State will start Kyle McCord at quarterback against Indiana, but Devin Brown will also get some snaps. Your thoughts about that? Okay, look, I can't speak to the quarterbacks. I don't know the quarterbacks. This is a conference game. Ohio State is on the road. They're a 30-point favorite. It's, <laughs> are you kidding? How good is Ohio State points. exactly? 30-point favorite in conference. Last one, the Brewers beat Wilbon's Cubs last night for their ninth straight win. Do you smell 10 tonight? I called the ninth. I'll call the 10th. Yes, 10 straight Corbin Burns beating Justin Steele. Sorry, Wilbon. You'll have your chair back soon. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. Sea Isle Fire Department, South Jersey, shout out. Ooh, and I'm Pablo Torre. Thank you for watching, especially you, Lorraine. But also, Pablo Torre finds out on podcasts, on this website. But for now, here's Sports Center. So I don't, I, I don't need this anymore. This one is, is this it is still done. works. This is toast. It still works. It's, it's a collector's item, also.